You're listening to the Work Utopia podcast, brought to you by WorkUtopia.com. This premier podcast is dedicated to bringing you the best advice and strategies on hiring amazing people, building a great company culture, and having a happy and fulfilling career. And now, here's your host, Alexander Lauren. Hey, thank you. Thank you very much. Welcome to the Work Utopia podcast. Alexander here. A quick shout out to my new accountability partner, Jeff. I've mentioned on this podcast that I've become goal oriented. And, you know, it's kind of fun being this way. It seems that if you stick with it, you'll get what you want. You'll make positive changes to your life. Win win. So Jeff and I are both using Raymond Aaron's system, and it's really fun. And having someone to discuss it with is, has been really great. I, I wonder if maybe that's what's been missing all those years where I've tried goals, tried having different systems, which never seem to work. So this accountability is great. Jeff's a great guy. I'll have to reach out to him later, see if I can get his permission. And I'll share his uh, name and his business service with you. All right, um, episode 27 today, Happy Work Secrets. On this episode, I want to discuss a 2011 TED Talk that I've seen recently. It's a talk given by Sean Archer. He's a psychologist, and Sean is the CEO of GoodThink, Inc., where he researches and teaches about positive psychology. He's also the author of The Happiness Advantage, which you can find on Amazon. I want to summarize this talk. It was a really fantastic talk. Sean is hilarious. It's a 12-minute talk, and it's so useful and powerful. So I'm going to tell you about this talk. Sean, he, he studied happiness at Harvard. I guess he studied the science of happiness. Early on in the talk, he talks about the news, the nightly news, which I've mentioned. So nothing really new here. The majority of the information from the news is not positive. It's negative. It's Most of it's about murder, corruption, disease, natural disasters. So quickly, the brain starts to think that it's the accurate ratio of negative to positive in the world. So, yeah, watching too much news, is you, you tend to think that the world's a terrible place. What Sean says is that it's not the outside world that shapes you, but it's rather the lens through your brain that is shaping your reality. And he says, if you can change the, the lens you can increase your happiness. And that happiness spills over to the other areas of your life, like work. So if your long-term happiness doesn't come from the external world, then you can change the way your brain processes the world. Change the way your brain sees your reality. Create a health, a happier reality. Now he found in his experience with his fellow students at Harvard, the brain, they only focused on the privilege of the situation, the situation being at being a Harvard student. It only focused 
on that for a short time, but it later focused on competition, workload, hassles, stresses, and complaints. Now, he found in his work, working with businesses, that only 25% of job successes are predicted by IQ. 75% of job successes are predicted by your optimism levels, your social support, and your ability to see stress as a challenge instead of a threat. He suggests that the current formula for success is this. If I work harder, I'll be more successful. And if I'm more successful, then I'll be happier. Now, I guess this formula is adopted by our parents and our management styles. This seems to be the way we motivate behavior. Work harder, you'll be more successful. Now, every time your brain has a success, what we tend to just change the goalpost on what success looks like. So you've got good grades, now you have to get better grades. You've got a good job, now you have to get a better job. You hit your sales target, we're going to increase your quota. So it's almost like happiness is on the opposite side of success, where it, like your brain is never getting there. Now, if you can raise someone's level of positivity in the present, then the brain has a happiness advantage. The positive brain performs significantly better than a negative, neutral, or stressed brain. By being positive, your intelligence rises, your intelligence rises, your creativity rises, and your energy level rises. Therefore, every single business outcome improves. That sound awesome? Okay, the psychological science is called dopamine. Dopamine floods into your system when you're positive and it has two functions. The first function, it makes you just happier. Two, it turns the learning centers in your brain, allowing it to adapt to the world in a different way. It turns on. So he mentions five things that you can do to create a lasting positive change. One is gratitude. Two is journaling. Three is exercise. Four is meditation. And the fifth is random act of, ki of kindness. So I'll, I'll go over these now. Now he's saying in, in just two minutes, in a two minute span of time, if you do it for 21 days in a row, you can actually rewire your brain, allowing your brain to actually work more optimistically and more successfully. If you write down three new things that you're grateful for, 21 days in a row, three new things each day, at the end of it, the brain starts to retain a pattern of scanning the, scanning the world for the negative no, sorry, for scanning the world, not for the negative, but for the positive first. So that was one. So three gratitudes a day, new ones, 21 days in a row. Second is journaling. Journaling about one positive experience you've had over the past 24 hours. This allows your brain to relive it. Three, exercise. Exercise teaches your brain that behavior matters. 
for meditation. Meditation allows your brain to get over the ADHD society we live in with this multitasking business. It allows you to focus on one thing at hand. And his final one was random acts of kindness. They're they're conscious acts of kindness. Now, he suggests that people, when they open up their inbox to write, they should write one positive email praising or thanking someone in their support network. So by doing these activities, you train your brain just like we train your bodies. I love it. I love it. And what what I love about this is the simplicity of it. Life is not that complicated. I mean, we seem to make things really complicated, but I really love the simplicity of this. So you know what? Let's do it. I'm, I am I consider myself pretty optimistic. There's always room for improvement. Join me. It doesn't matter when you start. Just start with day one. Now, I know that some people may only hear this next week or maybe they'll hear it in a month from now. But start today. You're present. Join me on this on this challenge. Let's, let's have a 21-day challenge. We'll call it the 21-day gratitude challenge. So write down three new things that you're grateful for. 21 days in a row, three new things each day. Let's do that. And then afterwards, we'll journal about one positive experience we've had in the last 24 hours. We can do all that together. I, we can't really exercise <laughs> exercise or meditate together, but those two things we can do. So let's do it and let's see what happens. Excellent. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll post my gratitudes on Twitter. So follow me on Twitter. Share in your gratitude. I'm at uh, work underscore utopia. You'll find me on Twitter, work underscore utopia. So I, I, I love this. This is great stuff. Okay, well, that is all for today. Please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'm available for coaching or consulting for the professional person, or I'm available for recruiting for your business. Thank you all so much, and make it a great day. Thank you for listening to the Work Utopia podcast. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and connect with Alexander on LinkedIn. If your company or organization is looking for an executive recruiter, contact Alexander on LinkedIn or via email at alex at workutopia.com.